Yeah, I've got my SID. So I left my SID cup in the van that I work in, that I use for work. And I realized, and I text the guy, oh, I think I've left my cup in the car. I'll get it tomorrow. And he said, oh, I've put it in the bin. What? And I was like, what? And I, I was just about to do the school run. So I said to Rochelle, first of all, I don't believe him yeah. because this is exactly the kind of thing he'll say. Um, but second, if he has, I'm furious. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, it's free, wasn't it? And I said, it wasn't free. You had to <laughs> volunteer to help out, to work. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't wasn't free. If you want to go and work at a SID event and get me a cup, fine. He hadn't thrown it away, so I still have it. So, I was, was, so he had you hook, line, and sinker. Well, no, because I said, as soon as he sent me this, I said to Rochelle, I just don't believe him because he loves a practical joke, yeah. and this is very much his kind of thing. But um, there we go. Sid Cup still alive, everybody. Welcome to the CrossFit Bath podcast on that note. Episode 100, Ollie. Here we are. Here we are. So I'm going to say after 100 episodes, we don't need to warm up. <laughs> well and truly warm. Um, if you want to warm up, we can talk about the definitive list of the community podcasts that was put out by Chalking Fitness. Oh, this is a source. If you want to hear me furious. Yeah, go on. Come on. You need to, you've met, you've referenced it about five times and we've only been together about half an hour. So yeah, let's get it out. Come on. So my, my problem is this. Yes. One, I don't, you know, I don't think the Bath podcast should be on the list necessarily or Plake Sack Jack would be, would be nice. I wouldn't say no, but for the definitive list. Yes. So first of all, how do Morning Chalk Up have the right to have the definitive list? I don't know, but we'll sidestep that for a second. There was one podcast that was not a, that was not a North American podcast, right. which was Coffee Pods and Wads. Right, okay. Every other podcast was US-based. Yeah. And I would, I would go out on a limb and say that the CrossFit community is global, international, yeah. Yeah. and there was no representation of the international community on that list at all. Like I think Chalking Fitness should have at least got on the list. He does everything for the UK community. Yeah. I w- I'm imagining there's probably a Spanish-speaking podcast that probably gets hundreds and thousands of downloads or Portuguese. <laughs> Where are these guys? Where are they indeed? Yeah, no, Jace, it's like, it's like you're, you've been involved in some of my uh, international meetings at CrossFit because uh, we're fighting the same battle there as well. Obviously, you know, the, 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 the vast majority of affiliates are in the US, but... There are more affiliates outside of the US than there are inside now. So, um, yeah, it seems a little bit odd. Yeah. How well, do you feel after just getting that off your chest? Do you feel better? Yeah, I feel a lot better. Um, I, I, did, I did write a post. I haven't sent it yet. I don't know if I will. Maybe this has been enough for me to just... Yeah. But, may, but maybe I will. Just um, I'd like to... Compi- what I would like to do is compile my list of CrossFit podcasts with a more international flavor. Try and find these international podcasts. Yeah. Okay, the other yeah. definitive list of podcasts. You yes. could post that, couldn't you? I could. There we go. I think it would be good. I think I'm going to do it. Yeah. So if anybody has any obscure, not obscure, but like international, obscure in the sense that they're not from America, which apparently means obscure for CrossFit, I want to I want to know. There must be one in Iceland. Like they must have a podcast there. No, I don't know. I don't know. Shout out to Coffee Pods and Wads for... For making the list. For breaking that. Yeah, breaking yeah. through. Well done. True. But I would say as well that Pete interviews, you know, a lot all the athletes, and a large majority are also North American athletes. So he sort of snuck in on the, oh, we still care about what you've got to say because it affects us. Uh, yeah, okay. 
But I mean, why don't we just give him some credit? I'll give him some credit. I will. I will. But I mean, I think it, he still has plenty of international. He does, yeah. As well, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you've been on that podcast, so you've got. Oh, okay, yeah, I'm a bit biased. <laughs> I listened to your episode on there. I was like, oh, why doesn't Ollie prepare that well for CrossFit Love Podcast? Prepare? <laughs> I've never prepared for a podcast in my life. And you're not going to start now. No. So on on episode one of yep. the CrossFit Buff Podcast, yep. sitting upstairs above the, uh, well, like one of the football club offices. Yeah. Um, we started talking about the history of CrossFit Bath, okay. as well as sort of its its future, what we wanted. Obviously, a big thing was locations, and we talked of the various locations that, you know, from from humble beginnings. Mm-hmm. To, you know, fairly decent spot uh, at One Stike, to a spot <laughs> at Twerton Park that that worked and it served its it purpose. Worked. Yeah, and that that was sort of the big thing, wasn't it? It was like, when are we getting a new facility? Are we ever going to find something? And I remember there were like a few kind of oh, potentially this, potentially that, yeah. and none of those things panned out. And now here we are in in this place. Yeah. I mean, what's your kind of, obviously, like, the members have been quite kind of, oh, you've been waiting for a new facility for so long. But we we just come and train for, like, an hour or so a day. Yeah. How how has it been for you, this journey? <laughs> and also, like, kind of knowing that you want to keep the members happy, knowing that it's better for you, for your coaches, for the staff, everyone. And sort of now you've got this spot. Yeah. What, what's that like, kind of retroactively looking back on that? Well, it's great, in short. This is a short answer. Um the when when did when did we start the podcast? What was the date? Oh, you asked me such technical. Uh, two years ago, I can tell you that much. Exactly yeah. two years ago. Uh, so you've almost managed the, an episode a week. No, well, it started that we'd said it was going to be every other week. Okay, and it ran every other week right. like clockwork. Yeah, until we hit lockdown one. Okay, and then I said, well, if we can't all see each other in the gym. Why not? Let's you ramp go, things up. Let's go weekly yeah. to to kind of, and then it has continued on yeah. at that speed since um, the eighth of July, twenty nineteen. All right, there you go. Um, yeah, so lots changed, isn't it? I always we always try and do an exercise with people where we, I call it a reverse gap exercise, where you go back three years and see, especially when you're feeling maybe a bit underwhelmed or you don't feel like you're progressing. Go back three years and see what you were doing three years and compare that to where you are now and I guarantee that a lot has changed. And, uh, I think that's definitely true when we talk about the gym. We're in a, certainly a different spot to where we were for sure. Um, yeah, no, I think obviously lockdown gives you a lot of time to recalibrate and think and decide on priorities and what you want to do. So that was kind of stage one. I think even if we weren't here, we definitely had implemented some changes um, during lockdown and coming out of lockdown that, that definitely improved, I think, the service that we deliver at the gym. Um, and then, you know, when this place became available, it was kind of a no-brainer. Uh, we've talked about it on previous podcasts, but uh, we all we needed is floor space and a space that we could call our own is why I think the part... Although there was there was probably enough space at Twilight Park, but it, it just the environment, but also the limitations around what we could actually do to the facility hindered us a lot. Um, and so, yeah, 
being able to come here, pull together all the pieces that I've seen in various other boxes, which, you know, I'm, I'm not going to deny that. Like most of the things that you see in the gym are ideas that I've stolen from other boxes. Um, and uh, yeah, just being able to create a space that we're proud of and is a good reflection of the coaching and the team we have um, has, has been great. And I think what's also been great is just seeing uh, the popularity of CrossFit um, grow as well. You know, we get lots of people inquiring about CrossFit every day and that's really through doing very little marketing ourselves. So that's just people finding CrossFit. So we can't take the credit for that. Um, and it's great to be able to provide a, a space where people can come and do CrossFit. Um, whereas before, you know, we might it, it maybe wasn't a true reflection of uh, what CrossFit is and what we are about as a as a as a company and as a team. So, yeah, because people wouldn't have seen how much coffee is linked to CrossFit when they would have come to the other place. But now, <laughs> as soon as they walk in, they're like, "Oh, they've got coffee." Yeah. Um, talking of the team, because that's obviously another element. Like, I, d I don't know if that was things you were already thinking about two years ago when we when we started the podcast. But like, apart from changing the facility in in that in this time in the two years, you've added will and james to the team and like that's a in a in a completely like new role that didn't exist back then basically yeah. or, or a role that was kind of being fulfilled in part by different people doing yeah. sort of different bits and you've kind of put that all together yeah. uh, into into one role and now even two people working on that one role yes. and then we've also had emma and craig join as coaches mm -hmm. um I, I think fen was already coaching yeah, fen was already coaching yeah so yeah so, so like the team has has, has grown it's almost doubled in bath yeah it basically yeah. has doubled in bath so mm -hmm. um yeah i think um there's a couple of things there, i guess Chase. For, for for us it always starts with people like if you get the right people in the team regardless of what they're doing um you'll likely be successful so uh, and, and, and regardless of what facility you're in, that was something that we could control. It's definitely easier to attract people to come and work here when you've got better surroundings, but I didn't think that was uh, a factor in Emma's decision to come. You know, it wasn't a factor in Will's decision to come. I think, uh, yeah, and just particularly those two coming out of lockdown, or Emma was kind of mid-lockdown, and then Will, I think Will was possibly, yeah, he was middle-locked. I think they were both kind of middle-lockdown. Yeah. I, think, I think Will sort of, I mean, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like he'd, he'd kind of just started in the background before we went into lockdown. Because I remember that, like, during lockdown was when he started sending out emails and stuff, and there was a yeah. little bit of people kind of who not, not knowing who yeah. Will was. No, he, I'll tell you what, no, he joined at the end of lockdown. Was he, at the end of yeah, lockdown? he was, but he joined like six weeks before we came out in the summer. Right. And so that's why, you know, he hadn't even had a chance to maybe meet some people initially. So, um, but yeah, so so having having the right people in the business is fundamental, regardless of where you are. And um, we're incredibly lucky with the people that we've been able to to bring in and, and add to the to the to the business. And back to you to the role sort of what Will and James do. They definitely they feel like um, I describe them as um, they're in air traffic control. So they're sitting in the tower and they're directing traffic and making sure that the uh, people can book in for classes. They're making sure that people are interested in joining. They can come in and talk about it. They're they're making sure that the the gym layout and the coaches have got everything they need to be able to deliver the class. Um, 
so yeah that that's that's essentially their role whereas before maybe we were the planes were kind of taken off um by hook or by crook and there was less less structure and less support there so um that's been a great addition to the to the dynamic of the team and, and also during lockdown it was obvious when we were looking at the, the team that there were some big gaps in that just kind of like column in terms of like community support and, and service and so um it was kind of logical that we we tried to find somebody like will to to fill that gap is that something you've seen because you you know you've mentioned like aesthetically you've stolen things from other boxes that you've gone to visit is that a role you've seen much at other boxes because i know when i had will on the podcast as community manager somebody yeah. messaged me like oh, i'm int- intrigued to see what this is because yeah. they were just kind of it was a, a role that despite how long they'd been in crossfit and involved with crossfit just was a role that they didn't see yeah. existing I, I just wondered if that's something you've seen implemented in other boxes much well i, th- I think the way that an affiliate grows and it's certainly how we grew is you start you start a CrossFit box because you're passionate about training and you're passionate about the methodology and, and coaching. Um, and certainly Shaq, Ted and I, um, first and foremost, were coaches and that was our background. I, I guess I um, had done some sales and marketing um, in a country club. So I had that background, but fundamentally I wanted to be a coach. That's what was that's what excited me and that was where my passion lay. So, um, and uh, we, we kind of, you very quickly realize that, okay, you can deliver a great product on the gym floor, but there's a whole host of other things that need to happen in a business um, to be able to operate it professionally, especially as you grow and as you, as you have more people, more people to look after. Um, and every business has a sales department and a customer service department. Um, and, uh, you know, I think part of the reason why you maybe don't see as many front desk uh, community support people in other gyms is partly because they're smaller organizations that um, don't necessarily need it you've got a more utility players in those gyms because you you can't you don't maybe have enough footfall you have enough people coming in on a daily basis to need somebody on the front desk or um, you know or you might have an owner that can do a lot of that stuff and maybe they do less coaching they do a lot of that back-end stuff and then they've got coaches that support them um, so yeah, it's it's becoming more common, and I think just as CrossFit becomes more popular, and also as it becomes more professional as well. I think obviously, um, when we started, it wasn't. I don't think anyone was doing it full time, really. When we opened our box, it wasn't like a, it was a. It was something that you did because you were passionate, and it was a passion project. And um, you know, we ran the box for a couple of years before taking the salary from it, and um, you know, and then like as CrossFit grew in popularity in Bath and stuff, then it seem like a viable thing that could be a, a proper business and we could take a wage from it so uh yeah i think it's just the evolution of our box as well like, like trowbridge's example is um it's smaller it probably will have 250 members maximum there and uh will does support will and james do support there as well so it, we weren't just bringing them into support here they could also contribute over in, in trowbridge as well from the back end of stuff and uh you know that's but, but to have a full-time person like uh james or will over there maybe doesn't warrant it just because of what it's like half the membership basically mm-hmm. so um so yeah I, I think it's um it's a really important role though for affiliates to have and uh, i would encourage more affiliates to have those people because it just it allows the coaches to double down on their coaching and, and be a true professional coach it eases maybe some of the pressure off the owners as well um and and you know if it's somebody that enjoys the role and I think if you ask James and Will whether they enjoy their their work, 
think they they would say yes they do well they tell me they think i get the impression they enjoy it but um you know to be able to give somebody a, a role in a crossfit box that ultimately you know they're selling and supporting people change their lives through fitness and uh, there's not many things more rewarding than that i think so yeah nice yeah i think it's been i mean especially with how many like changes of I mean, they've come on at the right time, right? Because I suppose if it was, I don't know, five years in the future or a few years ago, it was everything was quite simple. It was all very straightforward. But we've gone through like varying degrees of, of lockdowns and what you can do and what you can't do and needing to book in because, you know, like balancing requirements of the box and requirements from the government and making sure that everything is kind of up to code. So having them there at that time was really useful because people did have questions like yeah. oh you know what how how should i do this or can we do this or so i think that that has been good and and uh, yeah for the coaches like thinking back to before they were before will and james came on you know you'd be doing a class and the phone would ring or someone would walk in and yeah. you kind of have to like point to the door and be like oh look you know how somebody's yeah. hovering at the door can you? and and we get it like they need to go and work out what this person's doing there yeah. but obviously they would rather just be coaching the class and yeah. not having to kind of cover the door yeah. as people come in. That, that does still happen. They still, yeah. they, there still is an element of that. Yeah, we'll probably need maybe one more person, I think, to support Will and James. I think three people would then mean that that front desk is always serviced and also it'll increase the contact uh, response time back to people if they've got any queries and questions. And again, obviously trying to always improve the, the quality of our service and stuff. So, um, yeah, at the moment, it's a bit of a juggling act between Will and James and, and then potentially me and Ed filling the gaps on that front desk. But ideally, you'd want it covered 24-7 and, uh, and then the coaches don't have to really contribute anything to that. At the moment, it's fine. It works. And, you know, that's why we're just taking a, a, a break from um, bringing anyone on and just consolidating for a few months and, and just getting our, our shit back in order. We've had some, you know, we've had great growth and great success over the last couple of months, but it's important that we don't grow too quickly and we dilute what we're doing. And uh, now just feels like a, a good time to just take a breath and uh, uh, just double down on the things that we're doing, try and do the things that we're doing currently better uh, before we kick on and, and start growing again and bringing any more team members on. Okay, nice. And I mean, like I've seen posts coming up recently that the membership is kind of about to be capped because it's sort of yeah. hitting... So I, I guess like you've kind of got all the little boxes that you want to, I don't know, tick off to, to know that things are running in the right way. And that's yeah. that's another one, right? And you're saying the popularity's increased and people are dropping in. Yeah. And yeah, I'm seeing more and more kind of new faces uh, turning up at classes, which is great. Yeah. We just don't want, you know, we can grow and continue to have more members. We definitely can. Um, but, you know, it will involve more changes and I think we've made enough changes and there's, you know, I think, like I said, we just want to, consolidate what we're doing now and double down on the things that we're doing now and um yeah just make sure that we're there like rather than continue to try and add an extension to our house let's just make sure the house is rock solid the roof's on there's no leaks everything works before we start you know renovating with further basically so Guess yeah very nice oh, see this is I just came to my head James. Did you head? Think of that? that was good wasn't it? yeah it was very good i'm impressed it's all the experience of all these meetings you've been attending at, for, for International CrossFit. You've been there like, how can I make sure they understand? <laughs> Brilliant. Um, talking of members, talking of the the podcast, because I was I was scrolling back through the episodes yeah. and, uh, you know, the the first, I was going to say first half, maybe not, but initially, we, we, you know, we covered a lot of different topics. Quite often it was quite topic focused and, yeah. and then, you know, we spoke about nutrition and sleep and, uh, and uh, 
you know, programming and like kind of all these things have been great. And then we had some different guests on that were kind of experts in their field. Um, recently, there's been quite a shift to getting members on yep. to share their stories, yep. um, which is very interesting. It's an interesting discussion with them beforehand because every time I ask, they say, oh, I'm, I don't think I'm interesting. I've got nothing to say. Like, yes. I, I don't have anything to say. Yeah. Nobody cares. And, and some of the stories that come out, I'm like, how, you know, they'll tell me something. I'm like, I've got seven questions for you on this one <laughs> sentence you've made. And yet you told me you had nothing interesting to say. Yeah. But I'll be honest, I get more feedback on those episodes yeah. than anything else I put right. out. Yeah. That's why I get people messaging me to say, oh, it was like so great hearing this person because, you know, I, I see them quite often, but I've yeah. never really had a chance to speak to them or, or even if we speak like is very casual kind of gym conversation and yeah. I didn't know this about them or I didn't know that, yeah. that was really inspiring. Um, to which I always say, thank you so much. You probably shouldn't have got in touch because now you do have to come on yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But slowly I'm working my way through the whole, the whole gym. Everyone will be asked. Eventually they will be on. Um, but I think that's been, I, I've been really surprised with the podcast because, you know, I mean, you suggested doing this. I want that on record. First of all, Ollie suggested doing the CrossFit Buff podcast. So you probably don't remember that two years ago. No, I don't actually. To be honest. Do you not remember no, that? I thought you were already going to start doing it, but yeah, oh, I, I guess I, I, I knew you had, I knew you were dabbling in a bit of podcast, yeah. and I knew you had some a particular skill set that I definitely don't have, and so I think I cornered you one day and said, yeah. oh, do, you, uh, do you fancy doing a podcast? Well, it was good for me because I'd been doing podcasts, and I'd stopped because, you know, it was just a, a kind yeah. of a bit of fun, a hobby. There wasn't any real reason to do it, and with and Rochelle was, was pregnant at the time, so I was like, you know, I can't really justify you doing this, with it, doing this for like, nothing. Like people flirt with CrossFit in the beginning, don't yeah. you? Yeah, so. and then you, you know, and you just said, "How would you feel about doing one for CrossFit Buff?" And I was like, "Well, there we go. Now I've got a reason to to do it." Yeah. So I dusted off the old recording equipment, yeah. <laughs> and then I've upgraded it over the last two years quite a lot as well. Camera, you know, look at this mic. It's, a, it's heavy, it? isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I keep swapping arms. I've got. Um, I rested it on my. I've actually my bought stomach. some some microphone stands as well, but okay. I'll start bringing them in so okay. that we we can just sit back and relax as yeah. well. That would be great. Um, but what's surprised me is one, a couple like more than one person that has listened to the podcast before coming here. Right. Yeah. Uh, so. And I, like, I know James did. James, I know yeah. Craig did. Yeah. Uh, Rosie did. She was saying the other did day she really? that, that she'd listened to it before yeah, coming great. to Bath. So that surprised me because you kind of feel like it's very specific to Bath. So probably they'll get... And then, you know, even getting a message from people like, are you going to be at Sid? Because I've heard your podcast. There you go. I was like, what? You're be a celebrity now, Jace. Absolutely not. But um, but it's been it's been nice for me to kind of really get to know all the different yeah, members. No, I, I, I mean, I, I've said this to you before, but it's very grateful for you to be able to um, bring those stories out as well and put a spotlight on some of the amazing members that we have. I mean, that's probably maybe the best thing about a CrossFit community and, and certainly our community is the diversity of people and different backgrounds and, um, you know, the, the fascinating people. I think when I it's funny when I learned this a very long time ago. When we first started the box, you 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 have preconceived ideas about people, and you kind of think you can you you can weigh them up and and size them up from the from the outset. But actually, 
every time I was wrong. Like you make assumptions of people, and then yeah, you, you always completely miss the mark, and people always pleasantly surprise you. And uh, it's uh, yeah, it's been great. I think that I love coming to the box and uh, just speaking to people and just understanding that, that yeah, you, I learned so much from the members, and uh, yeah, it's one of my favourite things about owning a gym, and that's that's the thing that attracts me to having a you know a bricks and mortar gym in a world where where digital the digital age is thriving and you can do online pt and you know all of that type of stuff we saw that during uh, lockdown as well it can be done um that nothing beats that that community and that, that that group of people group of individuals that like i said all very very different but yeah i think they surprise themselves who they build rapport with and they build relationships with like and you found that as a member yourself as well like the people you rush shoulders with you maybe would have never have met uh, outside of the box right Oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Dare I say I would have avoided them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah definitely. definitely. But yeah, but I, I want that on record because what I, the reason I think that's important is because that when I do keep asking people to come on the podcast, I need them to say yes. I need them to not yeah. think that we their need story... You. We need you. Come on. The, the podcast and the box need you. Yeah, because it, you're, you're absolutely right. Like the diversity thing I think is really interesting because I know you're like, you know, and you know, we were talking once about the pictures up on the wall. Yes. And you're kind of like, you felt that maybe they weren't diverse enough. Yeah. But that's the membership. Like, that is the membership. Yeah. And I think, I think diversity comes in different forms as well. So it's Correct. like, we, it might be that we look similar. Yeah. So on that, in that sense, we're not that diverse. Yeah. But once you start speaking to people and you've got their backgrounds and their stories, you feel that actually, you know, people come to Southern CrossFit for a myriad of different reasons yeah. from loads of different backgrounds for you know, different goals, different objectives, different challenges that they've yeah. overcome. And that's, I think, I always think it's inspiring. And I, I definitely think, you know, we, we often talk like, oh, that person that's squatting, you know, three times their body weight. And then there's that person squatting an empty bar. Yeah. But like the, the cheer is just as loud for them yeah. when they start putting some plates on as it is for the person who's like PBing their back squat. Yeah. It's quite it's, a throwaway comment, I think. And, and sometimes I think people just brush it off. But that is, that is the reality, isn't it? Like, People are inspired by those who overcome challenges and, and hardship and somebody just, you know, back squatting a bar when they've never done that before is huge inspiring to anybody, regardless of how much they can lift as well. And I think it's really important for members to remember that especially the ones that maybe don't feel like they're you know, the strongest or the fittest, like really doesn't matter, does it? You know, it's uh, it's 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 their effort that matters and their willingness to uh, overcome that adversity that I think that we all find inspiring. Um yeah, and you walk in that door and no one cares what your religion is or what your political views are or any of that type of stuff. It really doesn't matter, does it? We're all kind of equals in that gym and uh, that is the magic of it. And I think what's nice then is that you get a bit of insight. So like, you know, someone like Helen that came on the podcast talking about her story and like being told that she shouldn't lift anything heavier than... Like HG. You, yeah, like, HG. oh, you, you'll never lift anything heavier than five kilos yes. kind of thing. Like, so now when you see her doing something... yeah. It's like, okay, maybe that's not as much as she used to lift or maybe that's not as much as you lift or, or whatever. But it's like, imagine that this is somebody who was once told yeah. you'll never lift anything again yeah. kind yeah. of thing. Like that's such a victory and it's very inspiring. I, I also understand why she gets so happy about it as well. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. Every kilo is like a huge, massive deal for her and I think that's great. Yeah. I was told I could run again actually before and really? I ignored oh. that and not seen you run. Oh no, I have seen you run. Come on! Man. I saw, I saw you running on, at the uh, the Masters Championship. You're right. You ran around that field quite yeah. a lot. So, so what? What was the? What has been? Um, 
something that someone's told you that surprised you the most? Does any like stand out? Um, Ed having MS. Okay. I didn't know. Emily Ed. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah not. <laughs> sorry, Mason. <laughs> Everyone's coming in to tell like, oh, it's Ed. We're so sorry. We yeah, had. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. I I didn't know that about her. Yeah. Um. And actually, that links to like people. Quite sometimes I get people on there like, oh, have you written out questions? And I'm like, I've written out a few warm up questions. Yeah. And then I have a very very kind of basic like these are the two or three questions i'm probably going to ask you mm. and i don't write anything else out. and the reason for that is because i don't know what's going to come out no. and i don't want to you know like you tell me that and then i'm like yeah okay but my next question is you know like something about your family is well let's dive down into this yeah so when she started like talking about what she'd been through i i had no idea and and again you know it, it just puts everything i've seen her do at the gym into perspective yes of like oh wow yes like you're doing all of this with this yes that's incredible yeah uh, and that's what i've re- that's when you know when i shifted to getting just some kind of just some <laughs> when i shifted to getting the wonderful members on the podcast yeah. a bit more uh i feel like particularly these episodes hg uh, these different ones was when i was like all right there are some incredible stories but at the same time I would also say that also other members that maybe don't have that extreme because these are quite extreme examples. No. It's been nice speaking to people that are everyone's just, got a story. Yeah, just going through everyone's their got a story. Challenges. Everyone's you know, everyone and everyone is the hero of their story as well, you know. And um, it's we all life throws us a lot of curveballs, and we all you know um, have to go through hardship and, and difficulties. And uh, you know, I think part again part of the motivation is a gym is somewhere they can go their shoulders just drop a little bit lower and they feel a little bit more relaxed and they can forget some of that stuff at the gym as well. And also the things that they overcome in the gym carries over outside the gym. I certainly found that my attitude completely changed from doing CrossFit because I actually believed I could do stuff like, you know, I had a few knockbacks up until that point. And, um, you know, just, I think it sounds silly, but being able to just overcome adversity in a workout helps you stand a little bit taller and a little bit more confident in how you carry yourself outside of the gym. And so, um, yeah, I think it's, uh, yeah, it's, we're very, very fortunate to have such a great bunch at, the, at the, both gyms, actually, so. Yeah. So one of, the, one, of the, one of the most surprising ones would have been the recent episode I recorded with Rosie and Hannah. Yeah. Um, because Rosie didn't want to come on <laughs> at all. Hannah convinced her to come on, and right. then R- Rosie just took over as co-host. <laughs> she was very confident to ask questions that I wouldn't have asked or yeah. wouldn't have thought of. So, um, yeah. yeah, I'm going to see if I can bring her on as a co-host. <laughs> as a bring her as a co-host, co-host yeah. Right. Yeah, that would be interesting. But I have to bring snacks every time, so I don't think I can okay, afford yeah. it. As long as you keep her fueled, she's yeah. good to go. Also, I think I've only ever had um, Mason on once. Okay. Uh, I'd like to get him back on. Yeah. I mean, last time I did need a, a global lockdown to okay. get him on, so yeah. I'm yeah. hoping it won't take that this time. Yeah. But um, people are always asking; they always want to hear what he's what he's got to say. Yeah. But he's another one that he's you know he he doesn't. He was a bit not apprehensive about coming on. I think he's just you know it's just hard to kind of pin him down but yeah. he's like such a natural on the mic that oh, you just yeah. think um I, I was almost worried that I, i'd lost my job at that point <laughs> I was that's like, why he's getting to do the speeches at the christmas parties he just it just it just comes he just pulls out of the bag doesn't he from yeah. nowhere so even uh, even though he's like 10 beers deep he still manages to put it together just for like you know maybe two that's minutes. the trick yeah. maybe that's what i need to do the next time i get him on <laughs> line up a few beers beforehand yeah, was there any? Is there any episodes that have surprised you, or should you? I know you don't really listen, but that's not true. <laughs> How dare you? Um, no, I think um, 
You know, Badders, I think, was a cool one. Yeah. HG's, Emily's, um, other Emily from Trowbridge as well. That yeah. was a pretty special one, I think. Um, yeah, I think it's... Uh, you don't want to have favourites, do you? No, you've got to be very yeah. careful. <laughs> you've yeah, got, you've got I, I don't careful. think it's a case of having favourites because I, I enjoy... I, I honestly enjoy all the episodes. Yeah. What's What's funny is I get people on and they'll be like, oh, I do listen to podcasts, but I won't listen... Like, I'm not going to listen to the episode I'm on because yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, want to yeah. hear myself. No, no, definitely. And definitely. I feel like I don't have that luxury because <laughs> I have to listen back to every episode multiple times while I'm like editing yeah. it and that. I really, um, I really like the ones with uh, the team. I really like the ones with the coaches as well. Yeah. And I, I like to hear, I feel like you do a good job of bringing the, the, them out, basically. And I think it's a great opportunity for the members as well because, you know, when you're in a class, you've got to give yourself to 28 people potentially at a time and you never really have uh, enough opportunity i think to go deep with people and have good longer conversations and so um it's good for the members to learn more about them as well and uh, i think that they, they surprise people about you know some of the things that they've experienced and done in the past and stuff so yeah um, so yeah i like listening to the coach ones and the, the team members ones as well yeah i know fen is getting a lot of requests to okay. come back on yeah. so uh, i've got to get her on yeah um Craig, I know I've got to do a follow up with him because okay. well, that was an episode that surprised me. You know, it's like, oh, let's let's speak to Craig and find out he's got a broken back and everything else. Yeah, and he's all sort of, sorts. Yeah, <laughs> so guy that is, was, this guy's like, it feels like he's lived three lives, doesn't it? Like, <laughs> so that was uh, one I wasn't expecting going into it. Yeah. Um, I should try and get Al back on. As Al, well. yeah, yeah. You know, you shouldn't be so afraid. Like, you know, just like you just get it out there. Just say, look, you, Ollie said you got to come on the podcast. <laughs> Ollie said you've like, got to yeah. come on. Yeah, yeah. Um, I need to head over to. Not that I would change anything. But I, yeah, I need to head over to the bridge. And yeah, get, Sammy um, Pullen, you must get requests for him on again. Yeah, yeah. His his is honestly one of the most favorite episodes I've ever recorded. Okay. Uh, not so much for like, oh, it was the episode itself. Yeah. Uh, I had a lot of fun recording it. He was quite nervous. Wasn't he? he was. So, he did not want to be on. He was so <laughs> nervous. And uh, I told him beforehand, as I told, tell, as I tell everyone. So if you are anxious about coming on, I tell everyone. I can edit anything out. If you say something and you regret it, and, yeah. and it has happened that I've had someone message me after, like, I said this and it wasn't quite what I meant. Could we get rid of that? Oh, yeah, we do I mean, all the time. You've, you you've been here. We've had people come and, like, rearrange furniture in a room. and I've had to edit all of that out. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Every week I get you to delete 50% yeah. of the podcast. Well, exactly. Which I then put up on a Patreon for a, a <laughs> behind a paywall, <laughs> yeah. if you want. But yeah, Sam did this great thing. I told him, like, I can edit anything out. Don't worry. If you, if you say something... You're like, so he'll be like halfway through a sentence and then he would just go and start again. So like put the mic, fuck, clear, like clearly demonstrating yeah. that he's put the mic to one side, start again, which actually made it very easy to edit. Yeah. For the benefit of anyone just listening to this podcast, Jason held the mic away, microphone away from his face and returned it back to his yes. mouth. Um, so that was, you know, I, I just had a lot. He just made me laugh because yeah. he really did not want to be on. He's enthusiastic in it. But I should definitely get him on after his um, incredible performance at the British Masters Championship. Okay, yeah, that. And also, he's doing great stuff with um, Elico. Elico, yeah. Well, yeah. So it'd be good to hear about that. And um, yeah, okay. I mean, all the coaches are uh, evolving and you know growing all the time as well, which is which is amazing. And um, you know, definitely, yeah. definitely uh, worth checking in with that, all of them again. Well, yeah, I'd like to get Natty back on again. Yeah, and um, and. I, I mean, I always hint to Joanna 
night that I yeah. want her on, and oh, she does worst. not yeah. want to come no. on. No. She is adamant that she should not come yeah, on the podcast. She's silly, so she's silly for that. Uh, yeah. All mums and dads that are taking their kids to CrossFit kids, yeah. every time just go, but when are we going to hear you on the podcast? Yes, yes, yes And eventually yes. Put she'll, the pressure on. she'll give in. So so I think that I, then I've got a list of members that I know people have requested. Okay. So I've kind of got to tick off yeah. getting into contact with a few of those. Like Richard gets asked a lot. Richard Beatty. Yeah, yeah get so I, I need to get him on. Yeah. Um, a few others that I've kind of already started the ball rolling with. So. And, Andrew's story is very cool visiting so many boxes i think is yes. it gives him a very unique insight I, every time he comes back from a trip i'm like sifting his brain for any little nuggets of, of stuff that he's seen and stuff and the yeah. experience that was good or not so good so well i'll uh, definitely catch up with him after his next world tour yeah um, which is it's not in february i think yeah so uh when he, when he gets back there we'll get the insight into all the I don't want him to say anything bad about these boxes before he goes okay <laughs> I need yeah. to make sure he's safely back in the UK before we uh, yeah. before we throw anyone under No the he's bus. very complimentary of pretty much everywhere he goes to be honest I think he and uh, he's got great attitude towards it he knows that they're all going to be slightly different and uh, do some things really well and maybe some other things and, and they've all got strengths and weaknesses yeah. so um but yeah, I I can't remember the last time he's ever said he didn't have a good experience at a box, which is which is also reassuring, I think, in my role because uh, you know the last thing you want is to go into ten boxes and seven of them were terrible. Like, who cares if our box is great? Like, you know, if, if actually uh, the the quality of boxes out there aren't aren't aren't, aren't you know very good. So, yeah. but I mean, I you know I'm amazed we got a hundred episodes done. Yeah. Um, but the membership has expanded, so that means I've definitely got another hundred in me. Yeah. Just need to to slowly chip away through these things. So we need, so we want the coaches, we want more of the members, more of the members, and then and I might even put my finger out my bum and do more as well. So. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember the plan was every week, but that that quickly died. Well, I was happy to do that. <laughs> I just you know I couldn't work around your busy schedule. That's oh, what it was. Please, you could never fit me in. I think people know that that's not true. <laughs> I'll let the I'll let the people at home decide. I'll let the people at home decide. I'm more than happy. <laughs> Vote below. What do you think? But no, I, I've really enjoyed doing it. It's been it's been good for me. I think because I'm never going to be, you know, I'm I'm not going to be on the team at, at Sid. I'm not going to be kind of involved in that. I'm not going to be coaching. I'm not going to be. I'm never going to be that person. So I kind of quite like that. I've found a little role that I'm like, oh, I'm quite happy here just to just to get to speak to people. I like talking to the members. I just yeah. like uh, like hearing people's stories. So no, that's it's been, great. been good for me. Yeah. Um, and then people are always thinking that I have some kind of secret inside knowledge. I don't know anything. That's not true. <laughs> I, but I find out. We lots. tell you everything, Jason. Oh, please. I mean, admittedly, what people can't see off camera is the board for the, uh, <laughs> the SID workout. Yeah. Well, if you can make sense of any of that scribble, but yeah. 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 No. Funny games. So it's got we... Judder then thinking about Sid. Yeah, <laughs> relax. It's, it's almost it's almost here. Uh, and I guess maybe that's the last thing to finish on. Then is um, competitions are back. Yep. So we you had uh, Sid and Card. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sid pairs. It was Sid pairs, wasn't it? Yeah. I was trying to remember what names things have now. Yeah. Was Inferno pairs? No, Sid okay. pairs. C- CrossFit, strength in depth. Yeah. Pairs, Cardiff. There yeah. we are. Um, which seemed like a big success. People seemed like they had a, a really good time there. Yeah, I think it was great. I think definitely, definitely felt a bit rusty after uh, having not done anything for a long, long time. Um, new venue as well, and, and a one-day format, which was um, which was interesting. But I think 
Certainly everyone I've spoken to at the box seems to have a good time and people that volunteer. It was great to have such a big crew volunteering. So, um, yeah, I think for us, like ultimately, it's a bit of a labour of love and, and we do it in our spare time. And ultimately, it's, it's people don't have a good experience and there's no point doing it. And I think l- mostly people had a good time. Um, yeah, yeah, so I as thought- we go, uh, the longer time goes on, the, the higher the expectations seem to be, yeah, I think. True. So same as the box, though. You know, it's the same. It's just the evolution as... As this space becomes more professionalized and the ecosystem becomes more professional, the standards need to be higher. So, uh, but yeah, no, we, it was good. Good to get one under our belt yeah. before uh, before Bath. Yeah, but you're right. It was it was great to see so many competing from Bath. I was yeah. amazed how many like pairs came from Bath. Yeah, and and the bridge as well. Yeah, and then also how many volunteers. So you know, judging, running scores, working on the kind of um, athlete control all of that like just everywhere you looked you saw bath members which i think is great and of course you know in a couple of weeks at the university we'll be doing the uh the sid origins yeah lots of volunteers from bath going to be there by looks of things yeah like yeah a lot a lot which is great i I, yeah the 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 build-up to sid origins is a little bit less stressful because i know we've got the box to fall back on and well, it, it literally everywhere you go, you, t- you you turn around the corner and there's someone from the box that's uh, leading up a team or judging or, or competing, etc., or even spectating. It just it just makes you feel like at home, actually, and just makes you feel a little bit more relaxed knowing you've got such good people around you supporting the event. So, yeah. um, and also you get to sleep in your own bed, which is good. Yes, yeah, and less travel to the to the yeah, venue, less time away from the kids, all that sort of stuff. So. Yeah. yeah, so that'd be good. So if you I, forget something, you can just nip down to the local <laughs> store. You know where to get things. So yeah, no, it, it's great, and you know, and that comes on now. You've just had the the thirteenth year anniversary, like yeah. kind of. It seems like there's. I always get scared to say, it, but it seems like kind of all that lockdown sort of stuff is now behind us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so well, tentatively, yeah. uh, it just it just feels like like what's weird is you just went through one of the toughest years or almost like two years really yeah but it seems like coming out has just been you've come out so much stronger than we went in yeah um and you know and and, and I, I for me personally i look at that and i think well if that if this is the result like if this where we is this if this is where we can get to after that yeah you know what are the next couple of years going to bring because yeah. things can kind of only only get better smoother uh and you know, I think we're all we're everyone's having a good time, right? We're all we're all happy to be back at the box. I think so. Yeah, I'm certainly happy. I'm certainly just as passionate about box ownership and 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 the CrossFit Bath as I've ever been as well. So um, I'm really looking forward to the next you know the next twelve thirteen years. So uh, I'm loving it. And I think the key thing is just to make sure that everyone, uh, whether you're a member, whether you're a team member, whether you're, you're you know member of staff, etc., that everyone else is is feeling fulfilled and excited and. Uh, I've spoken to about it before my little Maslow's pyramid, um, you know, making sure that people are uh, transcending their their own little pyramid, whether you're a member, staff member, or whatever. and the business, you know, you need to make sure that the business is, is healthy and strong as well so that we can reinvest and continue to, to help it grow and deliver a better service. So Nice. Well, thank you for, for, you know, it only took 100 episodes to get you back on. No, I'm joking. <laughs> No, it's been great to get you back on after. It's been a fair while, I'll be honest. You've been very busy. You've had a lot of guests. I've had a lot of guests. Yeah. You've had... Uh, people you know, have 
uh, bored of hearing me speak. So oh, that's not true. Never true, Ollie. Never. They want to know. Oh, I mean, we didn't even touch on your new role as new role. Uh, what the European overlord. I can't remember what the title <laughs> is now. Yeah. Someone did say that. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah, European regional director uh, manager. It's a bit yeah. of a mouthful. Bit of a. Yeah, it's a big name tag you've got to yeah, stick on your shirt. It makes me cringe a little bit. So, But, yeah, no, I, I mean, we, we shouldn't go into detail now, but just looking after the, the eight Western, the eight biggest um, Western European markets and just supporting the country managers there to be able to go and execute and spread the CrossFit and support CrossFit in their own countries. So, um, yeah, very, very rewarding role, um, full on and... Um, you know, there 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 are lots of complex issues in different countries that that need kind of navigating and that. But uh, I'm loving it, and uh, great to have a an impact on CrossFit on a wider, and and also selfishly, it gives me lots of insights that we can bring back to the box uh, to make that better. So there we go. That that's how we fit it into the CrossFit Bath podcast, and then we can put in the tagline of like, oh, we've got the European manager of CrossFit on the podcast this week, and people will be like, oh, I can't wait to hear what he's got to say, and it's just. Two minutes at the oh, end of the episode. Oh, it's Ollie. All right. Ollie. Brilliant. Well, thank you. I was going to say thank you, Ollie, but I should probably say thank you for coming don't, on European. Yeah. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah. uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, everyone, for listening. If you've listened to the last, I don't know, even 50 episodes, that's probably far too many. Do you reckon so, everyone's listened to all 100? I don't know. If you've listened to all 100, let me know. Let us know. But sometimes. You deserve a prize. I do find some people have like messaged me saying, oh, I've just listened to. Like I've been listening to the, like a load of episodes. Yeah, I feel so bad when they tell me that because I just feel like that's too much in a row. Like that's no one should have to endure. Oh, you obviously did a good hearing job on, us. The, on the first one they listened to and they wanted more. Oh, yeah, well, there you go. Or maybe it's the guests. It's the guests. Yeah. No one wants to hear anything about me. It's the guests. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you everyone. Thank you for all the support over the last hundred episodes and a few bonus episodes. And um, here's to a hundred more. Who knows what we'll do in the two hundredth episode? That'll be incredible. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the day where we get to 1,000, Jace. We'll get there. We will get there. Like what, like Joe Rogan, like episode 4,000. You've got to do one a day to, to Joe get who? that. Joe who? Joe who? Who are you talking about? Yeah. He's who not knows in, where he's I'll be in the crossroads. So. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you, everyone, and I'll see you all next week. Thanks, Jace. Yeah.